2: We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Pharrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So, uh, hour two of uh, Pharrell on the bench with Carver High. So, uh, anyway, I'm Pharrell. The, uh the ability to do whatever you wanted every day was the greatest freedom uh, of my career. 35 years I've been doing this, and people can say whatever they want. I've done it for 35 straight years, maybe longer. I've done it, I don't even know what it is. Um, but we used to play anything we wanted. I, we'd sit there and we'd play like Led Zeppelin or something, and uh, like a few cuts off this album, that album, and then we'd all sit there and analyze it. And then I, I didn't just play I didn't just play rock and roll I played everything I played uh, hip hop and I played what rap whatever you want to call it uh, I played everything I mean we'd even play uh, I played Prince all the time and and uh, I played Luther Vandross I play anything I, the show was very diverse with music and then what made it really cool was I had all the bands every band in the world came on my show uh, even at CBS every band came in. Uh, god smack all of them they all came on the show and then uh when i was at when i was at westwood one metallica you know hired me to do their acoustic album go listen i mean you'll you'll hear me no one, no one ever believes it when i tell them these stories when i go on here and i say yeah I, you know uh slash picked me up 5 days later i came home i still hadn't showered uh you know i mean i Molly crew did it with them did it with everybody and 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 the show was about Life and sports and music. And then I started working at CBS and they ruined me. I mean, honestly, the effing rules at that place. Oh, my God. I'm surprised that I didn't. Honestly, I'm surprised. I really am surprised, because they call it the Vatican Network, that I didn't become a priest uh, doing my radio show there. Because it was so pathetic. It was so pathetic. It was the worst. I mean, these people. (laughs) What do you mean? These people. Uh, these people are right out of, uh, I mean, dorkville. I mean, I, honestly, the biggest losers in dorks you ever met in your life. And please, someone, I beg you, call them and tell them I said that. That I said it about all of them. Every single last one of them. Bunch of idiots. And I can't even believe, I really truly cannot believe that they like can make money. Uh, how do you... How are you that backward assed and that, you know, I don't know, Christian, I don't know what they are. Like, I have no idea what it is. It's like, like they would never acknowledge that they, um, you know, when I used to call it the Vatican network and all their rules and everything, they never acknowledge that they do any of that. They, did, they pretend like they don't do anything. They're like, we're a gigantic radio company and we, uh, we just, we make great radio. No, you don't. Uh, when when you're limited, and when you're you know stricken with rules, and you're told what to say and, and what to do, uh, and, and that's the way the world works. I get it. I, I you know I signed the deal. I, I you know I got I've been in at CBS for like 25 years, so I got you know pensions and everything else. I wasn't gonna mess with that. So I just did whatever they said, and, and that was that. But when I was on uh, WFAN New York, and I was on Westwood One in Los Angeles. I played the music non-stop, and it drove everyone crazy. It drove Chernoff crazy. It drove uh, Fat Sessa and Russo crazy. I mean, they were going to quit. The only one that loved it was Imus, because he was, like, in the bathroom doing blow. And he just thought I was the funniest thing ever. That I was just, you know, right in their face doing it, right on their face. Uh, we welcome all of our radio affiliates. Sirius XM, Channel 159, Mightier 1090, ESPN Radio, San Diego. And... Sports map and Sports Byline USA Armed Forces. so it's for on the bench. Uh, so anyway, my point being, Carver High, that that was the beginning of the end for me because when I went to work every night, I knew I couldn't, I could, I couldn't be me. I had to be this phony, uh, you know, sports talk guy on the phony sports talk national radio network that nobody listened to. Okay, then um, so I did eight years there, and I let's just be honest I did it for the money and the uh pension and so you know I'm a normal dude I got I got a family and, and I, I gotta pay mortgage and bills and things just like you just like everybody right no no different I'm no different than you and and then eventually uh they tried to play games with me and, and then I ended up uh, with the great opportunity to go to sports grid now I've had these conversations with these people like they don't let me do it either uh, they're a you know sports betting network. I get it. I understand the way it works. I'm a smart fella. Uh, it's not a rock and roll network. It's not a music network. It's not a uh, you know lifestyles and entertainment, movies and food and culture and sports. and that. It's sports betting. That's what we do. So we don't do uh, rock and roll and album sides and and musicians on the on the air and. Uh, all that stuff. And, you know, I, I talked to him at one point, this guy. And he he knew me from my days at CNN. And I did the same thing there. They didn't know what to think of me. And I was like, um, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to do the show with the music. And I'm going to be number one in every city. And it's going to take me about three months. And I'm going to be number one. And you're going to make a lot of money. They're like, yeah, sure we are. And then what happened was is that uh, I did it, and in three months, I was number one everywhere uh, for the next 10 years. Then uh, everybody made me stop playing rock and roll music and all the other music, too. And I hope all those people
3: die. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems.
2: So anyway, not to uh, drag it out, uh, but, but I'm going to finish what I started. So here's the deal, Carver High. At some point, um, you know, I feel like what I did, you know, ahead of its time, better than anybody, uh, you know, there were a lot of great rock stations and stuff in the country when I was doing my show, Nationally Syndicated. And a lot of them picked up the show. And the show was really kick-ass. And the music was unequaled anywhere. There was no one that did what I did. Because, you know, these stations have playlists. And they play these songs. They play the same songs over and over for weeks. And then they move into an, another rack of songs for weeks. They do what's popular. And then that's how they get their uh, ratings to jive with their sales and everything else, right? So I did this show. And I picked the music. There was no playlist. It was, we're going to play what we want, whether you like it or not. And, and no one ever... Ever complained about the show because it was so kick-ass. People were like, "That was just kick-ass," and then it just blew up and got enormous. And then uh, I, I go to CBS, back to CBS from Howard Stern, and uh, when I was there, it was the best. It, it was the best it ever was. Like it was, it was even way better than uh, Westwood One because, um, you know, uh, at Westwood One, I was still uh, under FCC. Uh, watch and they were after me they were they were after me my whole career they came after me full throttle forcing the government to to shut me down and uh make my career go away they tried to five times to ruin my life and went oh for five you lose so anyway um what happened was at howard there's no rules it's there's no censorship there's just nothing it's just do whatever you want i mean i could have burned babies on the air and they wouldn't have said anything Uh, nothing they never said a word to me in eight years so that was the greatest freedom I'd ever had. Then I go to CBS and I got all these rules. I mean, A to Z, A to Z rules. And then I leave there to go here and they just, you know, I get it. I knew full on that I wasn't going to be able to be me, which is, this is not me. This is, uh, you know, let's do the vanilla sports show every day and see if people like it. And that's, that's where I have a problem with it. And I still think the show kicks ass in, it, in its, uh, and it's modem now, like what we're doing, what we're supposed to be doing—sports betting, blah blah blah—and that's what we do. And I think we do it well. It's just not—it's not as cool and as kick-ass and as awesome as as really I always was doing it. And I got to tell you, both times that I, the two greatest stations I was ever on, were Howard One Hundred One, and with uh, Howard, Bubba, and Pharrell. Those—that was the greatest lineup ever. And and then uh, I think it was uh, 1027 WNEW when I was doing morning drive in New York. Can you imagine I was doing morning drive in New York? and I was like 32 years old and I was uh, I was going up against Howard Stern in morning drive and I got ratings. Uh, I was you know, I was top 10 in New York in morning drive and, and I was I shouldn't have been, okay? Because when you're up against Howard Stern and Don Imus and guys like that, you're going to lose. So, But the fact that I got ratings, and then eventually Howard's agent was my agent, Don Buckwell, and uh, David Katz and all the people over there. And, um, you know, they, uh, here's the deal. Uh, those two stations, they, they ruined. And so my point is, every time I ever did anything good in radio, some radio suit, some executive, some genius know-it-all, Ruined it. They ruined Howard 101 and they let Bubba go. That was dumb because that show was absolutely insane, hilarious. Even if you didn't like it, it was funny. Like, if you don't like, you know, redneck, thrillbilly, crazy, wild, car racing, beer drinking, fishing, I mean, sex, these dudes were insane. Insane. And then there was me, and I'm you know, I'm dangerous. And then Howard. I mean, it was the greatest lineup ever. Then I go, I'm on with Opie and Anthony. And uh, in afternoons, I'm doing mornings. And I'm, I'm completely sick in the head, nuts. I used to go in there, just still right out of the bar. i go right out of the bar. I, literally, every bar in, in Midtown Manhattan knew me. I lived in Hell's Kitchen. Knew me by name. And I'd go right from the bar in a, in a cab right up to the radio station to do the show. I just reeked of, of martinis. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I, I don't, I, look at me. I don't care what you think. And I, I was doing shows gassed and still getting ratings. And, and then they ruined that station. When they did uh, Sex for Sam at St. Patrick's Cathedral, they had some couple have sex in, on the Day of Atonement in, in the parish at St. Peter's, a legendary church. Um, and all I know is, or St. Patrick's, all I know is, you know, by, by the end of the day, everyone was fired. And they fired everybody, blew the station out, and then they went Spanish or something. And all I know is every great station I was ever on, every station that was just unstoppable, kick-ass, unbelievable ratings, the sales people all rich, making tons of money, uh, the, the GM living in a mansion, everybody had everything. They, every single time. Every time. In 35 years, every time. A radio programmer or suit ruined it every time, every, every single f'n time. I never once, never once did I get away with being on a great station that was so kick-ass that anyone was smart enough in the room to just leave it alone. And Carver High, you know I'm right. I mean, you know it because you used to listen to me, and there was nothing like it. And, and then they ruined that, too. You know, here, let's take his music away from him and we'll see how he likes it then. That's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. And then, none of these male organ in a month club uh, idiots, none of them want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't, you're not going to talk that way to me. I run this place. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm like, you're the biggest D I've ever met. I mean, like, you're a phony. I'll beat your ass. Uh, let's go. I'll beat your ass. I'll jump across this table and choke you in your face. Uh, And and it ruined everywhere I went. (laughs) I was on the greatest stations. I was on, uh, I mean, even KNBR, San Francisco, to this day, a great station. Carries the Giants, Warriors, all the rest. I don't know if they still do. I know they do the Giants. But um, that station was always top four in San Francisco in every ratings book for 30, 40 years. And it still is. And, um... I was on there. Ralph Barbieri, uh, Pete Franklin. Uh, the shows. It was Gary Radnish. It was a great station, and um, and they broke that up too. They they broke that up too. I was too dangerous for them. Too dangerous. I was doubling every show they had on their air in ratings. I doubled every one of them. They were all number one. I was number one twice as big. Twice twice as big. And I had a TV show. On Sports Channel, on top of it, simulcast in every major market in the country. And they broke that up because they said I uh, I ruined all the walls uh, and windows in the radio station by shooting hockey pucks and, and leaving holes and breaking windows. And that I injured uh, food delivery guys when I'd hit them with pucks. And uh, so they kicked us out. Kicked us out of the radio station. The radio station that I made them all their money. I made them all their money. I had the most ratings, the most listeners. I had it all. And they kicked me out because they said I was crazy. And I'm like, I never once, Carver High, ever was anywhere that they didn't ruin it. Do you want ratings? You want to make money? Or are you a wussy and you just want them, but you don't want to go through what it takes to get them? Tell me I'm wrong, Carver High. and, And you know what? Uh, while I'm at it you know I'm glad I say these things about sports books being dirty and uh, you know what happened to radio okay uh, And you know it's funny back in the day when I was on uh, 690 in San Diego and all the rest, Mighty 690 and everything with hacksaw I did all those shows I was on there. I mean I was I was shredding the music there. Imagine them listening to me now and they, you know, they hear this phony music we play.
1: Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at forty dollars a month experience it all live with sling sling
2: Typically, when I go on a, a rant like this, uh, Carver High, uh, he he pods down his mic in the studio, and he uh, his hot Nicole walk by, and uh, he'll say, um, "Here we go again." He's he's going off again. He's he's losing his mind. He's just he's just, he's doing it again. Really, it's gotten bad, and he calls it the uh, old man on the porch. He thinks so? I'm on there complaining. You cannot argue with me, Carver High, that anything I said in the last 25, 30 minutes, anything, whether it was the sports books that don't uh, pay people out without... I mean, you got to go through crucifixion to get your money. And then um, what I said about radio, you saw firsthand the decay of... Uh, you know what I mean? Of, of like... The greatest sports station ever in New York.
5: Oh yeah! I mean, you
2: just saw it go right from being the greatest sports station ever, bar none. No one will ever be better. And and then now, I I don't even know what that is now. I I I don't even know what it is. It's been I wouldn't listen if you paid me. Yeah, I I wouldn't listen if you paid me. And let me tell you something else. I'm not kidding. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong about any great station you ever saw that was just legendary. K Rock, they they screwed that up. They screwed up K Rock in New York. They they screwed it up, and now it's like some sissy station. You know it's true, uh. You know it is, and and uh, and all I know is, N E W when it was opening and and I'm doing more. That was a kick-ass station. You were never bored listening to that station. That station was absolutely unhinged. And then, um, you know, uh. No one can even argue with the Howard Stern channels. I mean, to get away with murder and, like, literally no rules, no laws, no limits, no love lost, anything goes, any language at all, anything, hate, you name it, racism, it was all on there. Not me. I wasn't doing that. But there was, there was a lot of racial tension on the show because, you know, we had guys from different backgrounds and races on the show, and uh, they would get in fights with – fans, uh, that were just epic. And the show would go for, you know, some nights, four hours, we would have some, you know, racial war. And then, you know, the next night we'd do something different. It was always something different, but you can't deny Carver high that that was one of the funniest stations you ever heard in your life. And then they screwed that up.
5: Ah, I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, and look, uh, you, you know, you said it right. The times change. Things are clearly a lot different now than they were back then. Uh, legalities and such—you know—it's changed a lot. That's gone on over the last uh, ten to twenty years. But well, you know, su- suits, suits get involved. Should take a look,
2: suits get involved. Well, they should take a look at how they should take a look at how everything is changing before their very eyes, and not for their better. In other words, radio is dying, and and, and podcasts. There's fifty million of them. The problem with podcasts are there's fifty million of them. And it's a dime a dozen. And then, uh, you know, people brag. Like yesterday, I told the story. I did. I did the, all the King's podcast, whatever he calls it. And um, the, with, with Denny uh, Bernstein in LA and Hoven, his uh, partner Tom Hoven, I think it is. And I did the show. And the show ended up being ranked uh, sixth nationally. That's great. Uh, that's incredible. But it, it, and I said this on the air, like that's incredible what it did. It's amazing, In one afternoon, it went right to number six in the nation as the sixth best show nationally. And I thought it was fantastic, except that no one cares. Like, that's the difference. Like, it's ranked sixth, and people still don't care. No one cares about anything. If there's 50 million of anything, how do you choose something? It's like going to the cereal aisle, or the toilet paper aisle. How do you choose? You'd be there all day. Uh, so, and especially if you have ADD or something, Christ, you you're, you're going to need a a dog to walk you out of the store. Uh, so, I don't understand it, um, you know, because if there's too much of one thing, it just it doesn't matter. It'll be like, All right, uh, what let's let's see which podcast should I listen to today? Um, you know, what radio station is worth listening to? I mean, honestly, now I like. Stations. I love stations that uh were on. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love uh, Mighty or 1090. And you know that's true. I love it. I mean, let's face facts. If I'm not friends with Kaplan, that never happens. The deal with Sports Grid and uh, Mighty or 1090 in San Diego. In fact, I actually believe no one had ever heard of it that worked at New York and, and Sports Grid because uh, they're, they're not living in San Diego. What the hell do they know about? san diego sports stations iconic stations from san diego that you know i don't know anything about some station in fayetteville i mean what the hell so my point is is that i love a lot of stations that i'm on don't get me wrong it's just that the saturation of it like at one point i was on um the fan and all these great stations you know there were sports stations, legendary WIP, all the rest, right? And then now, and then, do you remember in the '90s and 2000s, carburetor was there was 900 sports stations. Yep. So they were all at the dime a dozen. There's so many of them. Uh, every city had, you know, New York three or three or four sports stations. And the, as you go down the ladder into smaller markets, there's only two or one. But the bottom line is, there's too much of everything. And then people are like, well, what do I choose? So what people always do, the one thing I learned about in this business for as long as I've been in it is people, you know what? Everything around you changes. You don't change. You don't adapt. My father-in-law listened to Don Imus literally until they threw him out of there. He was on every day doing morning drive forever for like 50 years. And every day. And if you went near that radio in that kitchen and tried to change it for, to listen to music or something, he would literally cut your hand off. It was Imus or nothing. And he never changed the radio dial once until he met me. He met me, and I'm dating his daughter, and uh, then I marry his daughter. And believe me, he started listening to me because he was a sports fan. And he's like, you're that crazy dude on the fan, and you're marrying my daughter? And then it was on. He started listening every night. The guy listened to me on Howard 101 every night the whole time I was on there. My dad didn't even listen to me. He listened for 10 minutes. Uh, but Bill would listen to every show for four hours and smoke cigars and drink vodka. And I liked that guy. And he, he loved the show. And he even loved the filthiness of it. The dirty, raunchy, despicable, foul my mouth show that it was. And it was a show filled with sex and everything else. It was awful and awesome and and my point is, is that, you know, that station ruined, every station ruined, and then there's not, then there's 50 million stations, who, who wants to deal with that? So, it, I swear to God, what happened with my listening habits was, is that ever since I left Howard and went to CBS, I never once ever in my life listened to CBS Sports Radio ever. Not one, not one second ever. And then... Uh, WFN, I haven't listened to uh, once ever in my life, ever, for any reason. If it was on in someone's car, the Yankee game, I'd be like, oh, what is that, the fan? Yeah, oh, Jesus, here we go. And I'd make fun of it. But the reality is I listen, and I'm going to just be honest, I listen to Sirius XM every day since I left there, the music. It's phenomenal. No commercials. They give people what they want. No commercials, and it just nonstop music. And there's every genre ever. And then they have specialty stations where, like, a mandatory Metallica, you know, the Rolling Stones, whoever, U2. And it just just kicks everyone's ass. It kicks everyone's ass. You you think you got that cool station? You're getting your ass beat because people – when they finally make their choice, they're gonna make the easiest choice. I'm gonna listen to the best stations, no commercials with the best music, and that's what I'm here for. I wanna hear tunes, and I don't wanna hear you. I don't care about the DJ. Uh, the DJ is an idiot. I don't care about anything. Now, I know they have a lot of DJs on there, but th- they have one rule at that place. You talk for about 30 seconds. That's your, that's your job. You play the music, and you gotta say hi every you know, 15 minutes for 30 seconds. And I love Cavino and all those guys. They're my friends. I love all those DJs on there, Jose, all of them. But you know, they know their they know their job. Play the music. It's not about you. It's about the music. And I think they mastered they mastered the business. And and Carver, I can't even argue. They're, the the guests they have in there, the bands, the movie stars, actresses, actors, uh, everyone in the world has gone into that place in Midtown Manhattan and, and experienced it and done Howard Show or whoever show, my show, and it's just cooler than everyone else. And it's the only existing thing left, in my opinion, uh, that has any, you know, in terms of getting you to be entertained and for the reason you tuned in, you get what you uh, paid for. In other words, I'm here to listen to all this music and I'm getting it, and I'm getting it in spades. And everything else is ruined. Like if there's a good station on, and there's tons of them on radio, there's tons of great stations. Too bad they all have, uh, you know, 40 minutes of commercials an hour. And you want to stick a gun in your mouth listening to it, right? I mean, honestly. And and don't tell me I'm wrong, because when I did CBS, Carver, how many commercials did I do an hour? I mean, I did like 20 minutes.
5: Yeah, it was uh, was between 18 and 21, somewhere in that area, yeah. That's embarrassing.
2: And, uh, you know, I don't know how... They pulled it off. I mean, God bless them to pull it off. No, no commercials ever. And then they make their money other ways. I get it, subscriptions and everything else. I get how it works. So, but I still think it's the coolest. Like when you get in your car, Carver High. When you used to leave CBS at two in the morning, what'd you listen to on the way home?
5: Uh usually serious.
2: There you go. End, of, end of story. It only took two hours to make my point tonight. But I'll tell you what. Uh, that's how. That's how it works. I'm looking at a. a picture in my studio uh, that Howard gave me, signed by Howard, fight week. I used to host fight week on Howard Stern, on Howard 100 every, every year. And that was really fun too. Imagine me doing fight week on regular radio. I'd be in jail.
3: You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring
4: political points than solving problems.
2: All right, uh, Carver High's with me tonight on the bench. And uh, I just want to uh, go through the uh, litany. Of... Hot Nicole just walked by the room again, and he turned the mic off and went. He finally stopped with 20 minutes left in the show. <laughs> he just said that to her. And he laughs because he knows that's what he said. He's, like, amazed that I know everything, from, and I'm not even in Strong Island. I'm just like, you know, I'm in midtown Manhattan and I know what he's doing out there. I always know I'm creeping on him when he's telling her he's at it again. He's lost his mind again. He's just ranting and raving about it. everybody sucks. Because everybody does suck. And, uh, I mean, that's pretty pretty well documented. I think everybody sucks. And You know, around here uh, in New York City, have you, have you ever in your life, well, this is all you know, Carver High is New York City. The difference is, for me, as I've lived in every great city in this country, basically, I mean, let's face it, I have New York, uh, Miami, Atlanta, San Francisco, and uh, Los Angeles, and Chicago. That covers all of them. I mean, uh, and then I've been on the air in Dallas for like whatever twenty years. Houston, I've been on there forever, but I've never, I've never actually lived there. But you've only lived in New York, but I can tell you unequivocally. That New York has more asshats than any place on earth. It really does. There's more asshats here than anywhere. Everyone here, everyone here is somewhat of an asshat, including me. I'm definitely one. But, um, you know, it's like my friend, uh, your boy Robert in Vegas, he's out here uh, taking his son to uh, Northeastern. He's in the artificial intelligence Mm. uh, game at, at, at Northeastern. The kid's a genius, he's building robots. And um, he's driving him from Vegas, and the kid's keeping the car, and he's flying back. And he, he, and he called me, and hey, I mean, this guy, uh, I love him. I've, I've known him for 30-some years. He's the best man in his wedding. He's family. I get it. You know him. Uh, Carver High, you, yeah. you're friendly with him. But it's not like you, like you, you want to hang out with him. Uh, the reality is, is that he wants to come up here tomorrow and, uh, you know, see me. And I just – I – i have to put on my ass hat because i'm just i'm too busy i got a lot going on and then i tell him i got i got a meeting i got a conference call meeting with the social media chick and mafia i got a i got a uh cable guy coming to to do the uh the routing for the tv network in in the studio here he's coming at the same time i'm having the meeting uh and so the conference call i'm telling this guy this and he's like well don't worry we'll just hang out i'm like i'll see you're just going to hang out in my house while I'm doing all these things, and, and you're just going to what? Just hang out or watch TV? What are you going to do? And he's like, no, we, we want to go to the mall. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to the mall, but you, you can go to the mall. Uh, go to any mall. You don't have to – you really have to go to the mall near me. Yeah, they got to go to the mall near me because there's a, um, there's a North Face star, uh, store there, and he's got to get this special coat or something. I'm like, well, then go to that mall. And then what we, And then he goes, "What are we gonna do?" And I'm like, "We're not gonna do anything. I, I'm I'm busy. It, you're not hearing me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's not a good time to come visit and hang out. I mean, like, what is it? Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, Halloween? It's not. It's it's you know, back to Workville right now. Right? Since January, we're back at it. Grind, grind all the way to summer. Uh, and so I had to put my ass hat on. And basically, uh, my wife's like, well, what do you mean you didn't invite him? Uh, you should invite him and, and take him to lunch. I'm like, I said, why do you take him to lunch? I don't go to lunch. You know, I, I don't go to the country club for lunch. I, I remember I used to make fun of Russo, too, when, uh, when he was on the fan. And they were saying I shouldn't be on the fan. I go, yeah, but, but you belong to the tennis club. Right? We're listening to you. The guy with the tight shorts on going to the tennis club with his wife for lunch every day. I go, yeah, okay. Okay, dude. All right, whatever. Yeah, thanks for all your advice, Dad. What could be worse? The tennis club. Meet me at the club, Beth, and we'll have lunch together and some, we'll have some Arnold Plumbers and really go after it. <laughs> I mean, Carver High, honestly. I mean, come on. So what I'm saying to you is, is that here in New York, there are more asshats than anywhere in the world. I mean, the women are asshats, the men are asshats, your bosses are asshats, everybody's an asshat. Everybody's, everybody's in a foul mood. And don't even tell me I'm wrong. People complain here like no other, including me. Uh, they complain about the weather. So the guy says to me today on the phone, the same guy says, it's really cold here. I go, oh, see, it's 10 degrees. He said, well, I talked to my wife and it's 70 in Vegas. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know, in the desert and everything, right? <laughs> I goes like, you know, it's it's typically uh, the potential for a seventy degree <laughs> day, day in Vegas <laughs> is normal in the winter. Guess you should like, have flew and got the Are car. you really calling me up to me up. do weather reports, bro. <laughs> he goes, it's really cold here. I go, oh, yeah, you know, I hadn't noticed this morning when I took my kid to school at seven in the morning that I was freezing my d off. Uh, okay, so uh, what do you want? Uh, I want to come visit. I'm like, listen, I love you, dude. Do you realize I went to California surfing for a week, and I and I, I invited this guy down from Vegas, and he, he literally came and stayed the entire vacation at my at this big ass house, this mansion I, I I rented on the on the beach. I was like, at one point, I said to him, "I go, dude, are you ever gonna leave?" <laughs> and I had to put my ass hat on, Car I just, are you ever gonna leave? Because <laughs> at some point, don't you have to like you know leave? When you come visit somebody, you gotta just check in, hang out, get you know, go to dinner, spend some time, with them quality love you. Bye, I gotta run, and that's how it works. And then some people come and they just move in, and I'm not having it because you know why? Because I'm an asshat. I don't I don't have any time for anybody. You know, you don't like it? Don't like me? Good. Checking another name off the list. I gotta worry a little uh, less about. All right, Carver High, I have to go through this. Uh, Your boy Malkin, my man Gino. uh, Take a night off Gino, who, you know, goes through the motions a lot of nights. uh, But when he wants to play, he can really put it on, can he? A couple of goals tonight for the Penguins uh, in his first game of the year after knee surgery. What do you think of that?
5: Yeah, big night for Gino. Back in the lineup, scores a couple goals. Penguins in control out at the Duck Pond. Uh, Penguins have been uh, red hot as we know. Uh, I believe it's four to one now. Uh, let me double check that for you.
2: I got it. Uh, uh three to one three after to two. One.
5: Three to one after two. Two for the Mali. Leafs are
2: up three one on the Knights. Uh, the Sharks are up one nothing on the Red Wings in the second. Lightning one in Buffalo six one. Hit that. Panthers five two. The Canucks hit that. Lost the Blackhawks four two. They beat the Jackets. I hit the Predators five four in overtime, and uh, that's it. So there's three games going on right now. Uh, and Malkin's got his first two of the year. Uh, very impressive. They've won uh, t- uh, 10 of 11, going for 11 of 12. As far as the NBA goes, some crazy games tonight. The Pelicans uh, beat the uh, T-Wolves. Ingram with the winning shot of three, 128-125. Bulls blew out the Pistons. Uh, Warriors lose by eight to the Grizzlies. John Morant's a pimp. The Suns by four of the Raptors in Toronto. The Wizards by four over the Thunder in D.C. And right now, the Nuggets lead by 13 over the Clippers at the half in Lipstick City. I will tell you this. Tonight really was a college basketball night. Yes. I mean, there were games coming out that here and a lot of good ones. Um, Right now, UNLV leads New Mexico by six in the first half. Kentucky beat Vanderbilt uh, by 12. Uh, Syracuse blew out Pitt. Uh, Florida State beat Miami. I hit both sides of that. I hit Syracuse, too, by the way, and Kentucky. Uh, Loyola of Chicago won, but they didn't cover against Valparaiso. And It's Valparaiso. It's not Valparaiso. Everybody calls it Valparaiso. Um, It's Valparaiso. In double overtime, they beat him. The Ramblers, Iona by four over Fairfield. I only give Iona because of Rick Pitino. I hope that he's uh, banging a um, an Italian restaurant waitress as we speak on one of those uh, you know red and white checkered uh, tablecloths. USC lost today. Tennessee by twenty over South Carolina. They were getting ten and a half. Uh, Penn State beat Rutgers. They hit that. Texas Tech beat Baylor outright. Their first loss. The number one uh, team in the country loses at home in Waco by three. They don't know what hit them. Marquette beat DePaul by eleven. And here was one. I gave you Bonnie and LaSalle, Bonnie and Clyde, and I think uh, it was it actually was four, and and they beat them by four, right? Uh, no, it was nine. I had LaSalle and nine, so I hit both ends of that. St. bounty to win LaSalle plus nine. Uh, I had VCU. They covered. Uh, Dayton wins um, by five over St. Louis, and, and I was getting three. I didn't cover that. Uh, Davidson by 10 over UMass. Uh, they were laying 13. They didn't cover. Uh, here you go. Um, with some of these uh, Maction games. Akron over Ball State by 10. Uh, too bad, yeah, I had, um, wait, oh, that was the Ohio game. Uh, Akron over Ball State by 10, and Ball State was getting eight and a half. Uh, Ohio and Bowling Green, uh, Ohio beat them, but uh, Bowling Green covered the uh, nine and a half. I hit that both ways. Uh, Kent State uh, lost to Northern Illinois. I had Northern Illinois and 15 and a half. And then uh, Buffalo uh, won 78-64. Uh, how about how about they won by a hook? They were getting 13 and a half, and they, they missed by a hook. Uh, Toledo I had minus one. They won by three over Miami of Ohio. Toledo's a tough team. And then um, Kansas beat Iowa State. I hit Kansas uh, to win, and I hit Iowa State plus 12. Let's see what else. Uh, Texas covered against Oklahoma, blew them out. Uh, Illinois by 10 over... Uh, Nebraska, I had uh, Illinois winning. I had Nebraska 13 and a half double covered there. A&M minus four, uh, they covered. Auburn uh, was, I believe, uh, Bama uh, was laying one and a half. Auburn won outright, 81-77. West Virginia, I had laying four. They won by 10. Fresno State uh, by 20 over uh, San Jose State. I had Fresno State on the money line. Uh, there you go. That's all the college basketball uh, tonight and uh good games going on uh like I said the uh UNLV uh, New Mexico game uh it's a 6 point game right now at the Thomas and Mack in Sin City and um i got to tell you Carver, I, I am bummed out about uh not you know i, I thought all along i was we were going to do this uh you know the super bowl party at the circa and the uh, downtown event center and all that and i you know don't get me started don't don't even let me get started it's old man on the porch I gonna I'm just gonna lose it because you and I used to go to that every single year and that's that's where it's at I mean the Super Bowl is great and everything it's not as fun as that party that party is debauchery central I went one day to this party and um so somebody accidentally didn't lock the door to the porta potty and I, I I opened up the porta potty uh, door and and a guy was actually uh, doing a chick in a porta potty, which is, you know, the most gruesome, uh, I think, sight any human being could ever walk on. Like, I, I walked on at the Meadowlands to six toilet seats covered with action. I'm talking about cable. Uh, but seeing someone having sex in a porta potty, that's a day wrecker right there. You're just a day wrecker. Any chick that would do that, you're a day wrecker, honey. You know, Hot Nicole just walked past the uh, studio again, and this time she said something I thought was interesting. She said to Carver High, you know, when he does those things, the show just flies by. (laughs) I I was like, she's right. That's true. I mean, I started complaining two hours ago. It seemed like 10 minutes ago. I should do it more often. Anyway, uh, Carver High, uh, I know you got a, a lot of rooting interest in uh, this NBA game tonight. I'm sure you're going to go right to bed. But I, I just uh, to tell you that <laughs> tomorrow the Bulls and Nets are playing in Chicago. Good That's going to be a good one, and Kyrie's playing in that game.
5: Good game tonight. I mean, uh, tomorrow night. That's right. Nets, Bulls, Kyrie will be in there. And I was involved in the NBA tonight. I told you I was hoping for the, for the T-Wolves. Unfortunately, they let me down in the last second ingram hits the winner for the pelicans i was on the t wolves tonight all
2: right i was on uh the t wolves and the predators or uh excuse me the pelicans Uh, i also bet the predators in hockey and they won in overtime so they're actually playing uh you know pretty decent hockey but uh tomorrow that game in uh, chicago it sounds like uh the game of the night without a doubt and then Really, tomorrow's uh, Canadian Bruin game, I guess, is the best offering, except that the Canadians, um, they folded up shop after three weeks of the season. I mean, they just folded up shop. Everything else, uh, Leafs and Coyotes, no thank you. Kraken and Stars, no thank you. But uh, there is uh, a great NBA game and others, and college basketball as well. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern on Coast to Coast on Sports Grid TV. Good night from New York.